All right, ladies and jets, it's time to review our favorite Miami Hurricanes taking on the Houston Cougars. Can the Miami Hurricanes pull off the upset of all upsets? Marcus Sasser, Isaiah Wong, it sounds like must-see TV. Let's talk about how the Hurricanes can beat the Houston on today's episode. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. When you get to this point of the season, everybody's good. Everybody wants it, and everyone is vying for an opportunity to be a national champion. And that's certainly what Miami has in front of them as they about against a really good number one seeded Houston team. But we're going to make the case, or maybe Kenton is not, for why Miami can take down the Cougars. I personally feel like, why not? That's why you play the game. Crazier things have happened. Kenton has told me that Marcus Sasser is the truth. We'll talk about it all here on today's episode. Our friends wanted to remind you from FanDuel that this episode is brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more by visiting FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started today. Kenton, here we are. One team remains. Miami is it. How good are we feeling about Miami's chances to first beat Houston? Just off the gate, if you give me a hot take, Miami can do this. All right. Well, in terms of whether or not Miami can or cannot do this, the chances are slim. The chances are slim. But with that being said. But you also it, thought that they were going to beat Indiana. I, I thought by Indiana. I, yeah, I, I did. I did. Okay. I, I thought that they went out. I I don't like that whole nobody believes in us attitude and all that. It's like, y'all were in the Elite Eight last year. Yeah, they were in the Elite Eight, correct? I believe they were. Like, it's knock it off. Knock they it off. Beat those allegations for sure. But knock it off. You, they were beat very, those you very much felt like, you know, this is what y'all get and y'all are going to pay for the price. Now, do you still feel this way even if they lose to Houston? I mean, if they lose to Houston, at the end of the day, this is like, that's a really good team. That's a really like that's not a team that's like y'all should beat them, but y'all went into it with this terrible attitude. Like, oh, woe is us. Nobody likes us. Nobody <laughs> believes in us. It's and giving yeah, it's giving Clemson Dabo Sweeney energy. It's giving Kirby Smart, Georgia, nobody picked us type. Like, what are, what are y'all talking about? <laughs> they said we were they said we were gonna win seven games. Please stop. Nobody said that. Nobody said that. Cut it. Nope. Out. Nobody said Miami wasn't going to be good. If anything, if you listen back to our shows, we definitely were in on Miami. We wanted them to see, we wanted to see if they could follow the momentum of last season. We love Coach Larinega over here. We definitely Mm -hmm. feel like he should be coach of the year, but that remains to be seen. We don't want the Cable Crusaders to come after us. So we'll leave that there. But Miami's got a big beast in front of them. It's not the first time, though. They beat Indiana, they've beaten good teams this season. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Indiana, Indiana is a good team. They're yeah. a quality team. Indiana is not Houston. <laughs> Indiana is not. With, with all, all right. respectfully, respectfully. Yes. yes. They're not the same team. So before we get into why Miami is going to beat Houston, let's get into the beast that is Houston, right? Mm-hmm. They have an 89% chance to beat Miami, so they say. They have a 7.5. 
you know, spread here that people feel like they're in favor for. They also have, let's just nail it down. Marcus Smart, Marcus Smart, Lord help us, Jesus. Marcus Sasser, I'm already right. thinking about his NBA performance. Marcus right. Sasser, who averages 16.9 points, 44% from the field, and is 84% from the free throw line. So, my boy is sort of automatic with it. Now, I mean, is he the truth? He's half, He's a little hurt, but can, is it even hurt? Is he the truth? I mean, I'll tell you this. This game is um, the one with the biggest point spread in the Sweet 16, I believe. Uh, this this seven and a half is the biggest on um, ESPN right now in terms of the games that are that they're um, that they have in the, the bracket challenge at the moment. The yeah. biggest point spread of the teams that are left. So, I mean, there's a reason for that. There's yeah. a reason for that. Like, you know, no disrespect. Not saying that they're a terrible team. Not saying none of that. Houston has been a buzzsaw all year. Yeah. All year. And Sasser is looking healthy. He's looking back like he's good. It's, it's going to be a tough task. It's going to be a tall order for Miami. In the conference play, they were 17-1. and one. They won the AAC, the American Athletic Conference. They dominated mm-hmm. that bad boy. You know, they have a very healthy roster of really good players. It's not just Marcus Sasser, but I think it's also from Emmanuel Sharp. You got guys like Walker, Chaney, Elvin, Francis, and all the things. So I really just feel like when you look at the, the whole scope of who Houston is, they play the game. They some dogs. They got that dog in them, especially led by Marcus. Now, on the flip side of that, we talk all season. Oh, sorry, they ended also 33-3 and on the year, so they've been pretty dominant. Right. Now, on the flip side of that, we talk about Isaiah Wong being the starter and finisher of the Miami Hurricanes. He's had help this season. Last year, we felt like he had help, but it was really him. This year, we tried to go in saying, you know, the team lives and dies, and at moments it definitely lived and died by him. When the first round of this tournament, we said, all right, Isaiah, if you're ready, if you're willing, and if you're able, please, let's get this thing going. He came back in that matchup against Indiana, showed why he is one of the best of the best. Now he looks to be not only the leader, but with Omir, uh, what's my guy's name? Nigel Pack. You got Jordan okay. Miller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're going oh, absolutely, absolutely going to need to be excellent. Best game yeah, that they've I've had been. all year. I agree. They'll need to be firing on all cylinders. This is again, this Houston team is a bus off. They're a really, really good team. They are, I mean, w- when you look at Houston, you try to say, well, what's the hole? Like, where is it that you look at this team and say, hey, they're pliable here? If you shut down everything in the paint, they won't be able to do much. And not so fast, my friend. They got yeah. multiple guys shooting uh 34, 35% from deep or better. You you try to say, well. Uh, if you if you just stop Sasser, you'll be okay. And not so fast, my friends. If you look at their last game, Traymond Mark was the leading scorer in that game. They can give it to you multiple ways. They have length, they have depth. But the, here's the here's the redeeming part for Miami. Yeah. They also have length and depth. They also have a bench that runs fairly deep. They also have a lot of ball players, a lot of bodies to where you know Houston and all the things, all the chaos that they can cause defensively sometimes and all the pressure that they can put on you sometimes, you can withstand it. You can withstand right. it. You know, yeah, you got A hundred percent. So number one, Miami has to be playing from all cylinders. I think mm-hmm. that Isaiah is going to have to have the best game of his life. Right. It's going to have to be complemented with a great game from Miller, Pack, and Omir. 
I think they're going to have to have solid games. Popular, we'll give or take, whatever, fine. But Isaiah, this has to be Isaiah Wong's coming out game. So that's our number one thing. Can we agree on that? Yeah, I, I think that, I mean, Isaiah Wong at this point, if if you still haven't heard of him, if you see this as his coming out game, then why are you watching this show? I'm, sure. I am surprised. <laughs> That this Come, is maybe not coming out game, but this needs to be the one where he like removes all doubt. This has to be mm-hmm. the remove all doubt game for him. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'll I'll say this. Houston under uh Sampson, their their head coach, Sampson has been known for years, years, dating almost back a decade. They're gonna make it tough on you defensively. They're gonna make it hard on you. They're gonna make it a long game defensively. Well, now wait a minute. This Sasser kid can score a little bit. Well, now, wait a minute. This this Mark kid can score a little bit. This Walker kid can score a little bit. And you you run into some problems with that because, again, people are used to Houston saying, you know, people are used to Houston being basically Virginia South, right? Like that's, you know, and I don't want to take Virginia's, that far. Virginia is a South. Ta- Virginia is a South. Let's, okay, go ahead. <laughs> Mason Dixon over here, but go ahead. Go ahead. That's the quick question. Me. Where is Houston geographically to Virginia? Is so you said North, more, South, okay, okay, I got okay, you. Okay, well, should we say Virginia West? Would Virginia okay. West help? Would Either would way, however you want to cut it, okay, however you want to cut it, however yeah. you want to slice it, they're looked at as a team that defensively has been very special. However, yeah. offensively, they have come along in a special way this year. I mean, they were they were like, in terms of how dominant they were, it has not been seen very often in terms of how good they, they were all season. Um, and, you know, as much as we love to talk about net on this show, you know, the Ken Palm rankings and whatnot said, and we talk about Ken Palm and Louisville being one of the worst teams in one of the worst power six teams in Ken Palm history. Well, Houston was one of the best teams in history outside of that, um, outside of the power six, according to uh, those same Ken Palm rankings. So, Oh, good, you know. good, 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 great, great, great. I do want to ask a question about uh, the coach there, but I'll hold it, that thought. Mm-hmm. Now, as we're getting ready for betting, we said that we have a seven-point favorite for Houston right now, but the tournament is still heating up. Elite Eight Final Four Championship game is on the way. It's a perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet, $1,000 as bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from money line to point scores and threes drain. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with same-game parlay. So don't miss a chance to get your no-sweat first bet. That's $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash lock on go to fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more make every moment more with fanduel official sports betting partner of the nba locked on and all of our friends here in college basketball now was samson the coach that was a little spicy with the mouth was that him that wasn't him that was a different uh, southern coach spicy with the mouth win when he was rude to a player he got suspended was that that's not, not him that was a different one I don't believe that was him. I hope that wasn't him. I want. I want to say that wasn't him. It was one of no, them. No, no. Okay. He he was the one that got in a little trouble at uh at at Indiana when he was he was recruiting some players and uh, allegedly how he recruited uh, Eric Gordon got him a little bit of heat. Got no, I'm talking heat. about the one who used the Bible verse and he was talking about slavery. That's not Samson. No, no, I don't okay. believe that's that because because Samson is you know Samson is black, right? I tried, I yes, I know. Okay. Yes. I'm just saying. Black like uh the coach who used to play who used to coach for Houston Texans. He was there for like a year. Who, Lovey Smith? No. No. Um the one uh, before that. 
Oh, I know, I know exactly who you're talking about, but he he like him. Is, he like him. Yeah, his name is is Follow is, my hands. Follow my hands. Follow my his, hands. His I get what you're saying. I know exactly what you're saying. I I know what you're saying and you know, I'm not you're not wrong. You're not wrong. You are not wrong. Tangents are great on this show, but more importantly, we said that Isaiah Wong has to have a leave no doubt game. Number two here, Omir, I don't care if your ankle busted. I don't care if your head hurt. I don't care what it is. Everybody, everybody's feeling something in the postseason play. You're going to have to be that big man. You're going to have to be dominant. Whatever they put in Mahomes at halftime, they better go find some of that. They better go. Because <laughs> he was limping around. He could barely get off the field in that first half. Second half, 30 yards. you. <laughs> North Chad, you better call up them boys in Kansas City. What you got? What you, I need it. He's going to have to have a the best game of his life. And I just feel like the way his energy, he commands presence, I think, on the floor, yeah. he's able to help a lot of their shooters. And just if he has to take it to the hoop, he is great in the front court. So he is going to have to be an essential piece to Miami's win here against Houston. Absolutely. Well, this Miami team, I mean, let's just be very honest and very frank about it. This is not a game where Isaiah Wong has to show out, where Norchad has yeah. to show out. This has to be a team effort. This has to be a team effort. Yeah, 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 yeah. If we're going back to another very big upset of Houston, you know, remember the whole five slammer jammer thing when they played against NC. No. That team team wasn't defeated because one player showed up and showed out the entire game. There were multiple, the entire team poured in, the entire team chipped in and and made that possible. You're not going to beat this Houston team nine times out of 10 with just one player yeah. making it making it happen for you. That Absolutely. is if that's what you hope to be the case, my brothers in Christ, I'm sorry for you. Uh this is not going to go well. This is not going to be the game that you think is going to be. This is not going to end in a, a favorable way for you. So I am very very sorry to uh have to break the news to you, but again, you're going to need multiple players that come along and make great things happen in this game. And you know what's crazy? I think that, you know, for a Miami team that a lot of people, quote unquote, felt like was just like, eh, average at best. They're good. They're solid. But the AC is not great. So I don't want to give them a lot of love. You had to put some respect on their name after that Indiana game. And I think this is why people are taking this one a little more serious, seriously, despite the Vegas, you know, line and all that good stuff. But number three for me is just they have to go out swinging first, like, Sometimes they play from behind. Sometimes they, you know, up and down game. We know this is a game of runs, but I think they can punch them in the mouth, throw them off guard, and hopefully just finish. That's going to be Miami's thing. All season long, we've talked about how they can they finish or can they wake up, you know, and get back in games, come back short. Yes, they've done it. They've also blown really big leads, right? So Mm -hmm. we have seen two trajectories of Miami throughout the regular season. And I'm hoping that all in all, punch in the mouth early, get them off their game, and then finish this bad boy. Because statistically, it's not that far off. As much as people want to act as if Miami is just this team of woe is me, there is no chance. When you look at field goal percentage, when you look at defensive performances and all the other fun stats we have here, it's fairly even. Yeah. Yeah. Again, this is, I'm, I'm telling you the difference is simply consistency. If yeah. you look at how, if you look at the, the stumbling blocks that um, Houston has had this year, they lost to an Alabama team that very well may be the most talented team in all of, of college please, basketball. Please, please, please. 
I mean, that's just the reality. We're not giving them any love. We're not you giving have them to, any you have, No, no. Okay. Well, no. they lost to an Alabama team that is a one seed. Factual <laughs> statement. There's no love in that. They are a one seed. They, so we much. can agree. I we can agree. That. Okay. Mm-hmm. They lost an Alabama team. That's a one seed. They lost to Temple on their last second shot. It just that things didn't work out in their uh, favor in that regard. They lost to Memphis early in the season. Memphis was the Memphis was a team that you look at and you say, hey, you probably should not lose that game. But yeah. any way you cut it and slice it, that was a game against uh, a, that was a game against a team that I'm sorry, not at the beginning of the season, at the end of the season. And that was a game that you're looking at and you're saying to yourself, well, I mean, it's do you want to lose that game? No, you never yeah. want to lose a ball game like that. But with that in mind, I mean, it's it's not the worst thing in the world. You weren't going to die. You already had the one seed locked up. You already had everything kind of ironed out there. You were okay to lose that game. So this is, again, this is a team that their consistency all year, I mean, game after game after game, you just look up and you say, oh, another win. Oh, another yeah. win. Oh, another win. They, they just slipped along the course of the season less than Miami. So as we recap, we finish out this segment. We feel like Miami Hurricanes will beat Houston if Isaiah Wong has the redemption game or the reminder, I'm not going anywhere, remove all doubt game. All the team and its pit players are doing any and everything to make this game happen. And they punch in the mouth early and often. They figure out how to stop or, you know, settle Houston's strong, strong offensive units. And they just got to hold Marcus Sasser to a little bit. You know, defensive, I, defensively, I don't think you can completely stop the man, but you're right. definitely going to have to do your best to contain him. So contain Marcus Sasser, of course, is the obvious. And just play with heart. I'm excited to see what they can do. I would love for an ACC team to make it to the Elite Eight, but crazier things have happened. I mean, I'll say this, right? If you look at all of, of um, Houston's three losses this year, they all have one thing in common. In none of those games was Marcus Sasser the leading scorer. When you force that ball into somebody else's hands, yeah. when you force that team to say, hey, number one is, is not available, and the rest of their guys are having a little bit of an off night, and you can kind of come along offensively, you got something on your hands. So you to, your me, hands. The, to me, I, I agree with your keys wholeheartedly. Stopping yeah. Sasser, you've got to have the entire team show up. And you have got to come up with a way um, to generate offense against a, a team that, again, they're they're going to make it tough on you defensively. <laughs> 100%. All right. Make sure you guys check out NCAA Tournament Friday at 715. You will see the Canes take on Houston. Now, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about a little portal party. A lot of things going on around here, especially in the ACC. You know, we've had four UNC people decide to take their talents elsewhere. It was announced today that Puff Johnson will no longer be a part of the UNC Tar Heels team. And Armando Baycott, Mr. Arguably ACC Player of the Year, even though it slipped through some cracks last season and he wasn't close this year, is returning for a fifth season. So that means he'll probably be on season five of Outer Banks. But also, my man is just delaying the inevitable. He does not want to be a Barcelona bandit. And I ain't mad at him because he probably going to make more money being Mr. Whatever, you know, you got going on here at Chapel Hill. Listen, Mandarin is hard. Do you understand? 
There are two different types. I said Barcelona band. He there are two, Spanish. There are two different types of Mandarin, apparently. There's two Ooh. different types. You know how hard that is to learn a language where there's two different types? Brother, going back to college. You, you, Ni Hao is not ready yet. You're not ready to say that yet, brother. Go ahead. Go so, back to college. I saw someone on Twitter was like, they were like, oh, the return of Baycott, so key and clutch, like delaying what, you know, onto greatness. And they were like, delaying what? A trip overseas? And I was like, bro, that's crazy. But the- all I'm saying is I see some tweets about him trying to recruit other players. I said, you tried last time. Didn't quite work for you, big dog. And maybe you need to be recruiting a jumper. That's what I want you to do this offseason. I want you to recruit a jumper. You worry about the wrong. Worry about your game, not who wants to come play for you. Like, to me, y'all can't read through this whole idea of a little bit I'm Gladys and y'all the rest of my pips. And, like, that's not Carolina basketball to me. I mean, listen, he's going to make a lot more money in NIL than he would in the G League or in – uh, balance style La Liga, like he's 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 gonna make a lot more. Yeah, he's gonna make a lot more um, through NIL, and this is exactly what NIL was meant to do. It was meant to keep players in college that like you know that you're not gonna go make money elsewhere. So go go ahead, let him. Good for him. Good for him. You know, come on back. Use all the eligibility. Use all the eligibility that you can. Enjoy it because once you get in that real world and start working, it never stops. So you know. Delaying that amount of time where you're going to be answering phones at T-Mobile eventually or whatever the case may be. I'm not saying, I'm not saying, I'm just saying, when you start working. I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, I'm just saying, what? What I'm saying is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is, <laughs> no, no, every, every, you were an athlete, right? Yeah. What is your full-time job? What do you do for a living full-time? I do this. No, I'm just kidding. I work for Under Armour. Okay. I was an athlete at one point in time. I'm now a technical recruiter. Like, Why do you go to team up? See, like, first of all, you should have said enterprise because that would have been a better joke. Because we all have seen the ads when we're talking about NCAA and they're like life after the enterprise. Enterprise was on Enterprise does hire some athletes now. (laughs) They was recruiting you for life after sport. I'm trying to tell you. At every little job fair we used to have and all that, they'll be right there standing right next to Tanya Washington. Shout out to Miss Washington of NC State. She gets players hired. But right next to her, you'll see somebody from Enterprise. Hey, how you doing? You all right, buddy? You okay? Mm -hmm. You need a job? Okay. I'm just here. We're here for you now. 100%. But um, you get so the point. He's, he, I, I get it. He ain't about to be a 15 year NBA guy. It's like when he retires, he'll never got to work again day in his life. He's that's not him. A thousand percent. So as again, as we look towards what will be, you know, a really good and interesting offseason for college basketball, I want everyone to stop panicking and acting as if guys leaving, coming back, doing all the things is not just the lay of the land for college basketball. It's free agency. Fun fact about college basketball two years ago, 40% of the ACC was gone from one year to the next. 40%. It's the it's the way of the world now, right? Either guys are going to the NBA or they're going to a team that's going to let them um, play the way that they want to play. You know, there were guys who were starters, who played big minutes, who were primarily responsible for doing ball handling and winning that left. I'm looking yeah. at you, Shaq Moore, looking at you. But – I mean, at the end of the day, if they end up in a position that's more uh, beneficial or more advantageous for them in their lives, who am I to judge? Who am I to look at them and say, hey, you know, you ought to stay at Boston College. You ought to stay at Louisville. You ought to stay at Virginia. You ought to stay. Go where you are loved. Go where you are appreciated. Go where you think you're going to get the opportunities that you deserve. 
Yeah, a thousand percent. A thousand percent. Listen, I think that in the day, get yourself a good education. A lot of us are not going pro in whatever sport that we choose. And one thing that is for certain and two things that are for sure is a diploma, a degree, a post-grad degree will get you a lot further in life sometimes for most who do not have the talent to take it to the next level. So it'll be interesting to see if there is, I'm still waiting for my two of the UNC program who will stay or leave between Caleb or RJ. I know both are not staying. I just, in my spirit, I know. Should I stay here? Should I go now? <laughs> <laughs> and, no, then with, and then with Duke, like, what are they going to do? Maybe they feel hungry. They want to come back and be those guys who, you know, make a nice run for it. Who knows? I don't, I don't see, I mean, I, they could come back, but like a lot of those guys are lottery picks and you're not really going to, do too much to make that much of a difference in a year as opposed to the risk of getting hurt. Like I just, with all due respect, you know, Derek Lively, he knows his limitations. Everybody knows who you are as a player. Philippowski, (laughs) my brother in Christ, you know your limitations. You know who you are as a player. So, I mean, I get it. They could come back. They could. But those are two guys. You're going to make more money if you leave. You're going to make a lot more money. You are not Armando, and Armando is not you. You go on and, and that and that means two things in both ways. You know what I'm saying? Get okay. paid, young brother. Get paid. Okay, period. Now, as we look to the women's side of things, we'll go over those games, more matchups to break down and discuss, and how we feel like those women will get dubs. I mean, 25%, because I'm a mathematician around here, of our sweet 16 is all ACC teams. So we're excited to talk about that with you guys. Final thoughts, Ken, before we get out of here. I, I do want to say one thing. All year, <laughs> all year, I've been mix, mixing up um, Cedric from uh, Virginia and Beekman. I've been mixing those two up all How? year. I don't How? know. In my mind, I'm like, oh, yeah, Beekman is the really tall, light-skinned guy that's the uh, interior defender. I was, I don't know how I mixed them up the entire season. One of the fans pointed that out. One of our listeners pointed that out to me. I appreciate it. I am not above reproach. I am not above getting things wrong. I appreciate y'all pointing that out to me. Thank you so very much. Uh, I'm I'm have a much better grasp on that now. So somebody sent you a message on the side because I ain't see that. They they left it in the comments telling us that <laughs> Beekman was the guard. And I'm like, wait, what? And because in my <sighs> mind, again, I know I've watched that team play. Y'all have seen me live tweeting their games before, but my mind just so, told me like, yeah, that's he's the all the all league defender. He's the and it just didn't didn't register. So thank y'all for that. You're pretty. All right, guys, make sure we come back tomorrow. We'll talk a little bit about those women before we get full of NCAA tournament action. We appreciate you, as always, for Candace and Cooper. Candace and Cooper. Candace Cooper and Kenton Gibbs. Until next time.